0: Hey there, everybody. It's Pastor Chip. Thank you for tuning in and listening and um, sitting out here in my chair, in my yard, in the shade, Um, wildlife around me, the beauty around me of this home and and everything I've turned it into with God's help. Um, and I miss my wife, I miss her sharing it with me and, um, doing this together, working all this, building this and making it pretty together, but the reason I say that is, today, uh, saw a friend i sat on the porch with her for a while we, we talked about some things and she's lost a loved one in her life as well and and we talked about bitterness and anger she's angry at god Why do we? Allow, why does he allow um, young, innocent people or good people to die? And I'm not going to go into all that in this podcast. I don't know that I'd ever. I don't know that I'd ever get some people to understand. Um, but she's mad at people that have. Also, done her wrong in her past. And it consumes her. And uh, I told her, I said, you need to let it go. It is distracting you from the good in life. You are consumed with anger. And you know, I have, <laughs> I have my share of reasons that I think I could be angry at the world. I've gone through things in life um, that I literally wanted to choke somebody to death. Um, I mean, for example. I was in Afghanistan and hadn't been there six weeks. When the woman that I stood in a park in Charleston and gave my vows to, to love, honor, cherish, to death do us part, when she sent the lawyers after me and cleaned me out. While I was in Afghanistan. I couldn't leave, I couldn't defend myself. And it didn't take me very long sitting over there. By the time I came back to the States to to realize if I focused my energy on hate. And anger that I was robbing my fiance at the time, Sandy. I was robbing her of the attention she deserved and the happiness that she deserved. And I was doing a um, dishonor to God and my. Values, my morals. And it becomes a consuming thing if you let it. Um, You know, the, the, the verse I've got Is uh, Ephesians 4 31 and 32? Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. And why? Second Corinthians 5:10 says, "For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad." You know, it doesn't mean that we forget what people have done. You know, our memory, uh, the way it works, is what keeps us alive you remember when you get in your car to stay on the right side of the road. You remember not to build a fire in the middle of your house. You keep it in the fireplace. You know, you remember things that you've been trained and taught in your life experiences. And they develop your character for who they are. So about being angry at people. You know, I I tell you what, there's some people in my life that if you took two of them, one of the, one of the people that have wronged me and a random person, and you set them in opposite directions, and I, I don't know, set them both on fire, I would run to one quicker than I would run to the other. It's not that I wouldn't try. It's just that it would be hard to help one person versus somebody who hadn't wronged you. And I think that's nature with all of us. And we have to pray and work through that. And I tell you, as a soldier who served my country... I'm very bitter about getting cleaned out while I was overseas. I'm very bitter that our legal system allows a woman to do that to a soldier. But I, it doesn't consume me. My wife killed herself. You know, we were just so in love and so happy. I've never, I swear, I've never been so happy in my life as I was the two years with that woman. Never. I knew what true love was when I met Sandy. But I can't be consumed. I can't be consumed with the fairness in it and other people that live that don't deserve to live or other people that die that don't deserve to die. I can't let it consume me. And what I told this woman, when we die and we go before the judgment seat and we face Christ for all that we've done, those people won't be standing there with us. We're not going to be able to say, but she did this or he did that. He's going to be talking to me. The center of the universe, Jesus Christ, God Almighty, is going to be looking at me. There ain't going to be another person under that magnifying glass that even matters. I have to answer for Chip. And you know, if I let things consume me, they distract me. From what God has called me to do. And you know. Here's another thing that people think. They think that preachers. Are a different character. That they don't feel these emotions. They don't have anger and hate. and Oh resentment. Or whatever. But you know. We are just like everybody else. Just like. And we do have those emotions. And we do get angry. And we don't like it when we get slighted or cheated. But as I was telling this lady, when you are focused on the anger and the hate, it affects more than just you. You see, she has a son who has learned from her um, the way she feels and now my goose wants to get involved. She, she, her attitude, is reflected in him. She has not been the positive influence, I guess you could say, in the sense that he learned good. What did he learn? He learned to dislike this person, and he's and he's and it has shaped his his views on life in a negative aspect. So, if you focus on positive, what could she have done? Or what differently could she have done? What Man, this goose is following me. He won't be quiet. But um, what could she have done for the better with the positive energy instead of all the negative energy? You know, it says, Put away all this. Put it away. It means don't dwell on it. Don't don't think about it. You know, I explained to her. You don't have to agree with what he did. You don't have to like what he did. You don't have to. Um, well, but you don't. But you don't have to focus so much on what he did. You can let it go, you can put it to the back of your mind. You can try and live at peace. You can concentrate on doing good. You know, it's real easy to get wrapped around the axle for the negative. But so what are we doing? We're feeding the energy of evil. We are falling into a trap. And we're we are losing the joy of life. Now I know. I know and there are people out there that are victims of murder and rape, et cetera, and lost loved ones and car wrecks. I can't even begin to understand what it's like to lose a child. I hope I never do, and all this I'm saying is it's biblical um. And it's from my perspective of being a suicide survivor. I, I can't know what it would be like, like I said, to lose a, a child. But I do know that if we let it consume us, it will consume us. It will be the driving factor in your insanity. If you let it. And you know, not only that... I'm sure... I'm sure... That there's a lesson... In your experience, somehow. I mean... How could you not be a witness to... To other, um... People? How about... People that are going through a traumatic event... You could use your moment, your pain, your sorrow, to comfort other people. It doesn't mean you're going to take away their pain. But you don't want to fuel their anger. It could be a moment for healing for both of you. A moment to pray and... You know, to... Comfort each other to be a support network. You can use anything for evil, just like you can use anything for good, and like I said. <clears throat> the day my heart takes this last beat and I stand before God Almighty and He's going to open that book of life and I'm going to stand in judgment for the things that I've done and things that I've said. I am not my ex-wife. Not the people who have done me wrong. They're not going to be standing there saying, "You know, you're on, uh, Lord, I did that to him. You know, give him a pass." That is not going to happen. It's going to be me. It's mine. I own it. I bought it, and I carry it with me. But there's one. Beautiful thing, one beautiful thing. You see, <clears throat> two thousand years ago, Christ came and took the sins of the world on, he was beaten and hung on a cross. And died for the sins of the world. And the only thing that He asks us to do is to repent. To repent of those sins and ask for forgiveness. And believe in Him. And you know, I believe with all my heart and all my soul. If I do that, and I do that within the best of my power and my abilities... He's not going to judge me for the things that I have done and ask for forgiveness for. That's the beautiful thing about that blood on the cross. You know, that blood on that cross, that goes further than any other chemical man has ever made. It covers the sins of the world from the beginning until the end for all that ask and believe. One man and his blood covers the sin of the world. Isn't that wonderful? That's just amazing. So put away the anger and the hate, the malice Repent. Don't let anger fuel your life. And this is Pastor Chip. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Pray for me. Pray for me and my family. Keep us in your prayers. And everyone have a blessed day.